Hey guys, what's up? It's your girl, Jay Amwa. This month, in celebration of Father's Day, we are celebrating some amazing dads and father figures as they share their journey to fatherhood. On today's episode, I'm super excited to be chatting with Eric Taylor. Eric is an IT professional and helped play a major role in raising his niece, Sheila. On today's episode, we are going to be chatting about the importance of having a father figure in a child's life and Eric's journey to getting there. So without further ado, please help me in welcoming Eric Taylor. Hey, Eric. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I'm so excited to have you on. Like, honestly, Eric, you know how we get down. Like, I I could talk to you for days and hours. And honestly, I feel like you are such a great role model to so many people, especially a lot of young men. So thank you. Yeah. Yes, of course. Um, So take us back because I know, you know, there has to be some story behind all this, the man you are today. (laughs) So take us back. Like growing up, did you have a lot of male influences and how did that play a part in your upbringing? Well, Julia, you know, I come from a big, big, big family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Taylors, um, you know, both my parents are Southern, <clears throat> Southern born, mm-hmm. um, and they were sharecroppers. Oh, uh, I didn't so, know that. Yeah. So, you know, they go, they're, they're deep Southern. I got deep Southern roots. Mm-hmm. Um, and I come from a very big family. Right. My, my immediate family is big. But my <clears throat> my extended family, my cousin mm-hmm. Taylor's, was just a lot of us. Um, right. You know, we have a big family reunion that we do um, once a year mm-hmm. um, down in Kenston, North Carolina. Nice. And this was actually the first year due to COVID that we actually mm. had to cancel it. Right. But um, you know, we meet, we get together, and <clears throat> the tail. When it comes to the Taylors, mm-hmm. it's always a faith-based family mm. reunion. I like now, that. Now, my mother's side of the family is a little different. You know, mm-hmm. you, you're gonna have your Hennessy, your beer. <laughs> you know, they get they get down a little. Right, they, get down, right. they get down just a little different. But but my my ta- the Taylor side of me, right, right. it's always it's always a faith-based thing. Right. Um. And, you know, we meet every year and, you know, my cousins, uncles, I mean, I just have a plethora of Mm. role models and Mm. people to, you know, pattern myself after. So a lot of who I am comes from that. Mm. that that southern love of right uh, you know that my parents instilled in me yeah yeah and I like that and I think that's pretty cool too because like me myself too I'm you know I'm Ghanaian African come from a big family too I feel like it is nice to have that you know because at the same time like sometimes it can be annoying (laughs) but at the same time it's good because growing up you had so many people that you could look up to or talk to or like a cousin or like an uncle like you had that presence there that I think a lot of people may Right, not right. have you know um and sometimes we don't realize how that shapes us to be the people we are today you know um so I love that you had that I love 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 that you have that and I yeah, think that's and, amazing and you know I, you know cousins uncles I mean I've, I've had so many jewels or tidbits mm. that you know that they dropped into my soul that mm. you know they kind of shaped me uh to being who I am I mean right. one I had an uncle Mm-hmm. Well, he's still alive. Uh, his name is Uncle Bra. Mm-hmm. And one thing he always told me that, you know, how you get something when you're young and you mm-hmm. just don't forget it. Right. He, he said, listen, now, Eric, there's two things that you got to do in life. 
Now, he, and he told me this, Julia, I must have been about five years old. Wow. And for some reason, I just remembered it. Right, right. He said, he said there's two things you do. He said, you go to church mm-hmm. and you go to the bank. Mm, <laughs> I said, like that. He said, if you get good at both of those things, <laughs> everything else will period. kind of fall in place. Yeah. Period. Yeah. <laughs> period. Period. And I think that's crazy that at five years old, that stuck with you. You know what right, I mean? Like, right. That, that stuck with me all through my life. Wow. And I think that's a good, good tip. Both those tips, especially mm-hmm. for men, hearing that is right. Is the nuggets right there? Shout out to your uncle, (laughs) uncle bruh, uncle bruh. (laughs) Um, and I know having a good support system just in general is super important. And I think, aside from your family and your uncles and that influence, I know that your wife has also played a major role in your life as well. So, can you talk to us about that journey and how has being married shaped you to be the man you are today? Wow, uh, we're we're coming up on 23 years. Wow. 20, 23 oh years. Oh my goodness. Married. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, Stories for days. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I can, I can go all day about my I wife. Love but, it. Um, I love I it. I mean, she, she is definitely my biggest cheerleader. Oh, she's, she's my total support system. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think as a man, men, we need, you know, that support. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> You know, a lot of times I, I jump off into my business ventures, right. um, you know, a coffee truck, I'm, right. you know, trade, trading stocks. And, right. and right. you know, she always, she always just, you know, okay, you know, that's fine. Whatever you're into, mm-hmm. you know, how's it going? She checks up on me, you know, right, right. and, and she, she, she's never a deterrent, but she's just always a support system. Mm. I mean, there may be things that she's not into. Right. But she, but she encourages me because it's something that I want to do. I like that. Yeah. So I my, like that. I mean, my wife has definitely been everything. And, and and her herself, I mean, she's she's such a hardworking person herself. Um, she has a very high profile job. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, she's a pastor herself. So, yeah, yeah. So I yeah. mean, you know, during the week she's um, you know, she's getting phone calls, mm-hmm. from, you know, being a pastor, she, she teaches a Bible class. During wow. So, wow. Wow. You know, she, she's very busy. And at, and at the same time, mm-hmm. uh, with all of that, you know, we're still uncle, uncle Eric and Aunt Salimu, <laughs> the aunt slash mommy and daddy. Right. 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 <laughs> you know right. I mean? Like that is, I, I feel like, you know, and, and, you know, just to, I'm going to even touch on that, but just to even like, take it back, just like 23 years of marriage, like, oh my God, like, I, I want to just know, like, how do you get to that point? Right. Because I feel like nowadays you see people, they get married just for like the wedding. And then maybe mm-hmm. five years later, they're divorced or even like, not even like a year later. And it's like, I feel like that longevity is missing, yeah. you know, um, like yeah. people don't want to go through anything mm-hmm. people. I'm not saying like, obviously, if you're getting abused, stay, but like people just right. don't want to go through any type of hard moment right, in a marriage right, or, you right. know, so like, how did you guys make it to that? level like or to this point because that's not easy that's a big that's a big milestone well listen you know um my my dad he told me he said listen you know this is a big step in your life he said but I want to let you know he said your marriage is not going to get off the ground until Mm. till 10 years wow he said he said once you hit 10 year mark he said you're good he said you're gonna be all right (laughs) and you've made it this far (laughs) and listen and listen you know the first, I mean, the first 
three, four years was definitely, you know, mm. there was there was friction. You had you had to learn to live with each other. Right. You know, what right, I mean? right. You had, to, you had to learn to live with each other. I mean, right. like I mean, just just as an example, you know, I, I would I would at night I would get in the bed, mm-hmm. I would take I would take my socks off mm-hmm. and I, I would kind of shoot a jump shot towards the hamster. <laughs> You know, sometimes I'm like two for five. Right. You know, might might not make it in all the <laughs> right, time. Right, right. You know, then you know, my wife is like, you know, you all these socks around the hamper. Right. You know, right. Just getting on her nerves a little right. bit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then in the morning, um, you mm-hmm. know, her mornings was Tom Joyner in the morning. Mm-hmm. She liked to listen to Tom Joyner. Right. I, I like to listen to, I, I like to watch Sports Center. ESPN. Right. So right. I get up in the morning and, you know, turn on TV. She's like, this, this <laughs> messing up my mornings. Right. 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 So, I mean, it's a, little things like that. Yeah. You had to, you had to learn to mesh and, mm. and work it out. Mm. And I think that's just a matter of learning to live with each other. Right. Um. You know, she was, when it comes to finances, um, mm-hmm. you know, my wife opened me up mm-hmm. to to something, and right. you know, and and I'm the type of person if it makes sense, right? You know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with it exactly. You know? And sometimes as men, you know, we tend to have that manchizo that mm-hmm. macho. I gotta control right, this and that. right, right. And you know, when we first got married, I mean, I would get paid, and mm-hmm. you know, I would walk around with three four hundred dollars in my pocket right right because you know, right. i want to i want to be that guy you want to flex you want to be that guy at lunchtime. <laughs> yeah well i got that you know right and so you know she was like well instead of you know putting three or four hundred dollars in your pocket mm-hmm. why don't we just put everything into a joint account mm. you know I was like, joint account what are you talking about? right you know, you right got your money i got money right right so, i mean she she was like we put it all into a joint account mm-hmm. and then you know you I get paid from it right get paid. smart and, you know we have our couple hundred dollars that we yeah. get, you know to each other exactly and, and that's our money to do with what we want to do right right and right. let me tell you that way when 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 I when that clicked for me mm-hmm. that means every bill mm-hmm. you know. We never got a problem. Lights ain't never been turned mm, off. Praise the God. Bill is paid. Praise everything, God. Everything gets handled. Yeah. Because it, you know, it all comes into one pot. Exactly. Exactly. And I love that. I feel like you guys work together as a team. You know, it's like you've learned to understand each other and work together, you know, in finances, in whatever, in your marriage and even raising, you know, help raising your niece. And I even want to talk about that because I know, you know, you also played a major role. Well, you and your wife played a major role in your niece, Sheila's life. Um, But can you talk to us about that, like that journey and how rewarding it's been? Well, Juliet, I mean, you, I know you know my story, but yes. I'll, I'll, I'll let everybody else know. <laughs> yes. um, me, me and my wife, we do not have any biological children. Yes, right. We have, um, the last count I think I have, I think I must have about close to 30 nieces and nephews. Wow. <laughs> that is... 30, 30 nieces and nephews. I would lose count of like they, the child number five, their name and the right. birthday. Like I can't, right. <laughs> you know, and, and, but you and, come from a big family. So it makes right, sense. Right, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. And you know, I, and I have a connection with mm-hmm. probably all, all of them. I mean, Aww. my oldest one is actually, mm-hmm. is where she's, she's five years younger than me or six years. Younger Whoa. Than me. <laughs> what? Right. right. <laughs> 
but I, I have a, I have a connection with all of them. Right, right. But but you know, me and my wife's our, our journey. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I come from a family orientated situation. Right. You know, we definitely wanted children. Yes. Um, and you know, we petitioned to the father. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what we want. You know, we prayed about it, and right. you know, we went through the whole infertility thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that 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 takes a toll. Yeah. Um, yeah. We we did it. We did it uh, mm-hmm. three times. Right. Three right. times. And right. and um, you know, she could never um carry a baby to term. You know, right. She would, right. She would get she would get pregnant, and it would last for. I think right. the longest might have been a month. Oh my time. God. Yeah. That's right. a, a lot of women suffer from that. It's true. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, you know, the, the condition that she had, I, mm-hmm. nah, it's been so long. I can't even remember the name of it. Right. Her, but, right. Right. But it's something, you know, that I said to her, I said, listen, you know, we've, we've been through this three times and mm-hmm. I know the emotional toll right. that it's taken on you. I said, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to put you through that again. Exactly. So I said, you know, I, I truly believe that, you know, if it's our desire, mm-hmm. I said, I think God is going to work it out Amen. in some way. Amen. He's going to work it out in some way. Yeah. So, you know, fast forward, when her mother passed, um, mm. her youngest sister mm-hmm. was living in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, she got pregnant, um, mm-hmm. fell on some little hard, hard times, things mm-hmm. got a little tight. And right. so she. So, you know, my wife came to me and she Mm -hmm. said, you know what, I I need to go get my sister. Right. Right. And so I was like, well, well, go get her and do what? Right. Right. She she was like, we're going to move her in with us. I said, wait wait a minute. Like, hold up. (laughs) Right. I was totally, totally against it in the beginning. Right. Right. Because, you know, at the time, Juliet, I was, uh, she kind of tells me this was my midlife <laughs> early midlife crisis i was i was in a motorcycle club oh i was i was i was riding i was president of the motorcycle club oh my god I'm, I'm riding bikes on the weekend you know oh my god yeah, you so was she, in your pride yeah yeah she was like you know i, I was i was having an early midlife crisis oh my god it's too funny so, so you know her sister was pregnant mm-hmm. and you know she said we gotta go get her yeah so, you know, I reluctantly mm-hmm. went along with it. So we <laughs> we packed up the Navigator, went down, rented a U-Haul. Wow. Um, to bring her sister back. Now, wow. Sheila was born in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we went down to get Sheila and Aziza. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, did I, I had no idea that, you know, Sheila was going to totally changed the game for us oh yeah she told she totally changed the game for us because my sister-in-law you know when when they came back up she had Mm -hmm. a job right Uh, she got a little job at the the airport Mm -hmm. right and so so we became interim parents i mean we had to we had to take sheila to daycare in the morning before we came to work wow We we had to pick her up um so we we basically, you know, were, were helped raise her. Yeah. And yeah. The bond that me and her formed is like oh. a second to none. Right? It's a, a second to none. Oh, she, my God. I mean, even to this day, um, you know, Sheila's 
she'll be nine, I think, in July. Wow. And I went to pick her up from school the other day. And, mm -hmm. You know, once she sees me at the door, it's just this explosion. Aww. She comes running out, she jumps into my arms like, like, Sheila, I just seen you yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that so, love. It's yeah, that it's, love. And it's, it's, it's special. Oh, and she's adorable. She's so beautiful. And I, and I yeah. think God knew, like, you and your wife would be able to take that on. You know what I mean? Being able right, to raise right. Sheila and her being able to be around you guys and have that influence as well, you right. know? And I think it also says the type of integrity you have as a man, right? Because someone else could have been like, babe, no. Like, even though, you know, obviously you were kind of maybe fighting in the beginning, but you ultimately mm -hmm. were like, okay, yes, let's do this. But, you know, someone else that could have turned into a whole nother thing. And no, I don't want to raise somebody else's yes, kid. And yes. I feel like people don't realize that it is such a blessing to be also to help raise someone else's child and mm -hmm. knowing that that child is going to have an influence, you know, of your right. 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 Like that's yep. a major thing. That's a yep. major, major that's, thing. That's major for us to, yeah. to be good examples. To, exactly. To yeah. 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 And that's the impact. And, you know, like what advice, like from you, like, I mean, would you give to someone who's maybe having challenges with, you know, maybe taking on that role of a father figure or they feel like they can't do this or they're struggling, like maybe some tips that worked for you or how would you, you know, advise that person on how to navigate through some of those challenges? Well, I mean, you know, everybody's situation is a little different. Yeah. Um, you know, but I, I would say to anybody mm -hmm. uh, out there that's that's in my situation, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, first thing, you know, you could take a little bit of uh, Uncle Bruh's advice. <laughs> yes. To, uh, go to go to church and to the bank. <laughs> yes. Uh, but no, I mean, as as the challenge as as it presents itself, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, step into it with with a. Uh, open eyes and yes. uh, you know with patience yeah um because you know you you know god can put you in places um to play a role for, for right. someone else right uh, you know and sometimes a bond can come from that that can last for a lifetime mm -hmm. yeah so mm -hmm. i mean just 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 approach it with patience and step into it with boldness and, and, and see where it takes you. Exactly. I love that. I love yeah. that. And I think, and I know like you also helped raise like your other nieces and nephews and all oh, of yeah. that too. Yeah. Like yeah. how has that helped change you as a person? Like knowing that you are, you know, playing this role of influencing and making an impact. Well, I mean, Juliet, I mean, you, you, you know, me, uh, <laughs> me and you have a little bit of history, but yes, yes. I mean, if anything, it's, it's even made me more of a patient. Wow. Yeah. And Eric I is mean, super patient. Y'all like uncle Eric, he like super patient. <laughs> I mean, I currently like my, my, my sister has, my, my wife has three sisters mm -hmm. and the second, third from the oldest my mm -hmm. wife is the oldest mm -hmm. so the third sister um she last year her and her husband separated right oh, during sorry. during COVID yeah right sorry. And, and so she has been house hunting right and while she's house hunting she's been staying with us right right wow and she, and she has three children mm. yeah, yeah wow <laughs> so, wow so they've been they've been staying with us for about eight months Wow. Um, and you know, they're young. There's mm -hmm. there's two, two year old, Aww. uh, seven year old and a ten year old. Wow. And so wow. It's, it's it's a whole nother round of challenges. Mm -hmm. 
And you know what I think will be so beautiful when they all get older, they're all going to say, well, growing up, Uncle Eric, Uncle Eric helped me, Uncle Eric. Like, you know, they can all say that you've played an impact in who they are, you know? Right, and I think right. that's the important thing. Like people think, oh, fathers, it has to be biological or it has to be, you know, this is like, no, a father figure is super important, you know? Right, and right. I think it's important for us. Yes, we love our moms, like, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, but yeah. just having that male presence there, it does make a difference in a child's right, life. Right, so yeah. it's, it's, it's really important. And, and I'm so, I'm so grateful for your life and God knows exactly why you and your wife were meant to be those type of people for those Absolutely. around Absolutely. you, you know. Um, yeah. And you you do it all, man. And I just want to know before we wrap up, I'm even sad we're running out of time. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> I feel like we just started. <laughs> but I feel like you really have been through a lot as a man and in your journey and everything. So before we wrap up, like, if you can leave our listeners with one last piece of advice on being a man and the journey through it all, like, what would that be? Well, I, I tell you, being a man, you just have to be patient. Yes. I mean, that's, I think that's one of my gifts. Yeah. Yes. You, you, you have to be a patient man and, you know, just kind of figure things out in life. Yes. I mean, if you, if you take a few breaths and pray, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I think you can get through anything, any, yes. any challenge in life. It's so true. It's yeah. so true. It's so yeah. true. And I, and I realize that more and more, like, even with my dad, like how patient he was, you know, and I feel like a lot of young guys, like, and I hope they listen to this and take from it, like the importance of being patient, you know, the importance of being patient with your wife, with your children, with, and and, and definitely you have to be a good listener. You have to, you have to hear, you have to listen first before you react. Mm, That's a good one. That's a good one. And I think sometimes we often listen to just react as opposed mm-hmm. to listening to really understand what the person is saying, Absolutely. you know? So I think that that's so good. Oh, you are amazing. Yeah. Eric, <laughs> honestly, thank you so much for joining oh. me today. Like you dropped so many nuggets of wisdom, y'all. Like I hope our men out here are listening, taking notes from Uncle Eric. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate <laughs> no, the platform, seriously. Julia. Yes, no, seriously, yeah. you are amazing. And before we wrap up, please let our listeners know where they can connect, where they can follow you on, let us uh, know all that good stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know, if anybody wants to follow me, you can follow me on uh, Instagram, uh, etaylor1128. Um, you can see pictures of my nieces and nephews and Sheila. Oh, yeah, she's so beautiful, by the way. She's so cute. Amazing, amazing. But thank you once again, Eric, for joining me. You are an amazing man, your wife and your family. They're so blessed to have you. And we really appreciate you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so yes, much. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, of course. To our listeners, we hope you all enjoyed this episode. As always, make sure you all subscribe to JMWA Speaks so you don't miss a beat. See you guys on the next episode. Ciao.